how did you do this? How do you Jump grab on to yeah? How do you grab on to a moving train? And it looked so 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 dangerous. I was like, oh no, man, I'm gonna like get my leg chopped off if I try oh this. This is God. really a bad idea. They make it look so easy in movies, by the way. Like, yeah, you know, you just like jump and then you're in. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Don't do it, man. Never, never <laughs> jump on a moving train. Really, that's a bad idea. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Tales of a Traveler podcast. I'm your host, Ibi Omotosho. In April, I hosted an IG live session with Kojo and Hanish. So Kojo is a previous guest of mine, is also known as Holiday Helper. And Hanish is also another previous guest of mine um, from Hanish Photography. Like um, together, we were able to answer questions such as um, what we feel travel will look like post-COVID-19. Um, we had some questions that were sent our way before we went on Instagram Live, um, which we tackled. We actually thought this session was going to be a 20-minute session, but like you guys that joined were amazing. You kept firing questions at us, which we tried to answer. So you also made the session longer than we anticipated. It ended up being about an hour, 20 minutes, which we all loved and you know we all appreciate it you know and we're glad that you guys were able to tune in to that instagram live and may have seen it posted afterwards as well but um one of the questions that came my way was actually um about today's episode it was what was the craziest travel story i came across from one of my guests and i tr i tried to do it justice but I think today's episode is so much better because you get to listen and enjoy the episode from the man himself. Just to give you a bit more context about my guest today, he's actually featured on a previous episode um, and he's one half of Journal of Nomads. Nico is an incredible guy. He's one of the nicest people that I've gotten to know um, and he's traveled or he's been traveling for over 12 years now. And um, yeah, he's a travel nomad. He's lived in countries like Guatemala, U.S., Mexico, and Morocco. And he speaks about eight languages, if not more. I believe at least eight languages. Um, and he's super modest about it. And he's all about, like, sharing pro tips, hacks, um, about how we can learn these languages as well if we are interested in doing that. Things that he shares on the website, on Journal of Nomads, which I'm going to leave a link in the description sections for you guys in case you are interested in learning some of these languages. He speaks Arabic, um, he speaks Russian, French, Spanish, English, um, and more, obviously. I can't even, like, list them, uh, but yeah, he's just, like, a wonderful, wonderful guy. And um, it's such a pleasure that I get to reintroduce him to you guys and share this crazy story um I'm, i've taken enough time let's jump into the recording speaking of stories nico you have one that we missed out the last time do you want to share that story again Just yeah. <laughs> yeah 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 absolutely Please. all right all right so i um that was my very 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 first trip so i was just freshly out of my parents house i had no experience whatsoever i was completely naive and discovering the world. And I hitchhiked across Canada with a friend. And then we hitchhiked together to Alaska. So you hitchhiked from where to, to Alaska? From Quebec, which is on the okay. eastern coast of Canada. 
all across yeah. Canada and then up to Alaska. So it's a massive distance. Yeah. Cool, cool. Sorry to interject. You know, I just wanted to build that perspective. <laughs> yeah, Canada is a huge, huge country. <laughs> massive. Yeah, massive. So at the end of the summer, um, we were both going back to Quebec on the East Coast. And she was going to take a bus to Vancouver and then from Vancouver take a flight to Quebec. And I said, well, I'll, I'll race you back. So she was supposed to be back uh, maybe four days later in Quebec. And I said, well, I can make it across Canada and arrive there before you in four days. And she was like, nah, you'll never be able to do it. It's too far. I was <laughs> like, watch me, watch me. <laughs> so so she took a bus early that morning. We were in the, in British Columbia. Yeah. And I started I started hitchhiking really, really early. Cars after cars, they picked me. I told them my story, told them I was trying to hitchhike as quickly as possible across Canada. And then they would drop me off and then the next one would pick me. And then around noon, I saw this old like hippie van just coming towards me. And usually I tried to do like eye contact with the driver. And I was like, oh, that's odd. I can't even see inside this van because there's so <laughs> much smoke. And as the van was getting closer, I could hear this Jimi Hendrix tune just playing super loud on the speakers. The van stops. I open the door and there's this strong marijuana smoke just coming out. And there's this some big... Herby. You need some herby smells. Some herby. <laughs> oh, yeah. Super herby. Some natural herby smells. <laughs> <laughs> and, and here there's this guy that's driving without shoes. He's not wearing any <laughs> shoes. He has, like, long hair. Total hippie. <laughs> and he's like, get in, man. Get in. Where are you going? I'm like, oh, well, I'm hitchhiking across Quebec. Uh, across Canada I want to go back to Quebec and he's oh that's cool and he's like well you know what you shouldn't hitchhike because that takes way too long and I'm like what do you mean I shouldn't hitchhike I'm like I'm I'm on a small budget he's like yeah well you should hop on the train hop on the train he's like yeah there's these massive like coal train that go from <laughs> one coast of Canada to the other and you just hop in one of the wagons or you just get in between the two wagons and just hold on all the way across Canada. Yeah. I was like, huh, it's, it sounded a bit dangerous, but there was so much smoke in his van that I was more and more convinced and getting high as well. So you, 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 you took in some of the herby smells. <laughs> and was oh, that's convinced right. it was a good idea. <laughs> that's right that's right <laughs> and then well he he dropped me off and i was kind of in the middle of nowhere and i was like okay i'm i'm gonna get it right it won't take long and an hour went by no car stopped two hours went by no car stopped three hours four hours five hours Jeez. six hours later and still a car hasn't stopped for me and i'm like getting super discouraged hungry tired and then i look behind me because I heard and I turn around and I see this trail of smoke above the, the trees. And I, I see there's a small forest, but on the other side of the forest, there's a train track. So I just 
put my backpack on, start running towards the trees and the bushes. I arrive on the other side, there's a fence and there's a train going on the other side of the fence. I just throw my backpack, climb the fence, arrive on the other side. And I'm like, okay, how do you do this? How do you Jump grab on onto it? Yeah. How do you grab onto a moving train? And it looked so, so, so dangerous. I was like, oh no, man, I'm going to like, get my leg chopped off if I try this. This is really a bad idea. They make it look so easy in movies, by the way. Like, yeah, you know, you just like jump and then you're in. (laughs) Yeah, that's it. Don't do it, man. Never, never (laughs) jump on a moving train. Really, that's a bad idea. I was, as I was thinking this, I was like, how am I going to do this? The train just stopped. It came to a full stop right in front of me. It was like a sign. It was like, you know, the universe saying, just get on this train. So I was like, all right, let's do this. So, so I, uh, the, I went where the connector is, the connector that connects different wagons. So I was kind of in between wagons, just holding on to a ladder with my feet on the connector. It was really not stable, slippery. Yeah. And I was like covered in like coal and I was all black just after a few minutes of being on that train. And I was like, okay, it, it doesn't look too bad. Let's, let's see. So the train just started going and maybe like half an hour later, I'm like, oh, that's odd. The train is going straight into a mountain. The mountain is so close and the train looks like it's going to like hit that rock wall. Yeah. And I was like, the train's either going to go left or right at one point or the other. And then I realized, oh, no, the, the, the beginning part of the train is actually going into the mountain. And I, we were going into a tunnel. And I'm like, oh, yeah. no. I was just holding on for dear life as we were going through that tunnel. The, like, the train braked. And I just felt yeah. my whole body just launching forward as I was trying to hold on to the ladder and I could see the, the sparks just shooting from the, the brakes on the wheels. Right. Yeah. Oh, scary, scary experience. Very intense. (laughs) And then, uh, yeah, that night the train stopped in a small village and I could have stayed on that train, but I just decided, no, this is where I'm getting off. I crossed the whole town. I was, it was raining. I was just completely black. You know, it's like one of these Western movies where the like cowboy is walking through town and everyone in town is just like staring at him, you know? Yeah. So that's what was happening. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my yeah. day. Like, and the thing with one of, with that is, once you've committed to this is what I'm doing and you're dead, you have to stick with what I'm doing it. I can't change my mind. There's no plan B. This is the only plan that I have. Did you feel that way? Or did you feel like, uh, I think I'm not going to jump on this train. I'm just going to sleep and, <laughs> or find a lodge or something. Well, you know, it was, it, it was just so tempting and it, was so exciting at the same time that once the train stopped, because I was wondering how I was going to do it, and the train just stopped right in front of me. I was like, okay, this is my chance, you know. I have to do this. This is like the universe telling me, 
hop on this train. You're going to have an awesome story later on. <laughs> <laughs> what advice or what would you, what did you do to keep your mind busy on that? Because like it was three, four hours as well, right? On the oh train. yeah. Maybe, maybe, a, maybe a bit longer. I mean, trying to hold on to that train and not slip <laughs> under the rails and get crushed by the train was, was keeping my mind busy. <laughs> I wasn't dozing off. <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! Yeah. And I, I, I just want to put something that I I wouldn't recommend that to any of your listeners right now. Yeah, I'm it's, just glad that you live to tell this tale. Like this is so, <laughs> so crazy. Yeah, train hopping can be dangerous. So yeah, be careful, guys. <laughs> No, no one, listeners, don't do that. Don't do <laughs> We're glad someone survived it, but don't do it. <laughs> no. Oh my god. Oh my god. Peeps, I hope you guys have enjoyed today's episode with Nico from Journal of Nomads. I'm going to leave a link to the website in the description section of this episode. I know you guys are absolutely going to enjoy and appreciate the hacks and tips that Nico and Cynthia have been able to put together uh, through the years of traveling. One of the ones I've actually got open in the background right now is I, I believe it's titled The Nine Best Ways to Learn Spanish. You guys already know that Spanish is one of the languages I'm meant to be able to speak. Um, I'm probably basic right now, if not worse than basic, even though I just came from Mexico and Cuba a few months back. But yeah, like this does not seem to want to advance past basic. So um, yeah, I'm hoping I could, I know I'm going to basically find some hacks on Journal of Nomads website. Also, I don't want you guys to forget this, but we're nearly approaching the 50th Tales of a Traveler podcast episode. I really, really want to know what your most memorable Tales of a Traveler podcast episode is to date or what your most favorable one is. These are things that I'm hoping to use to take Tales of a Traveler to the next level. You know, I definitely want to keep improving, producing amazing episodes for you guys. So, yeah, you guys can hit me up on any of my social media handles. It's T-O-A-T-P-O-D-C-A-S-T. Or just search Tales of a Traveler podcast on any of the social media handles out there. And if you'd like to take that one step further, you can actually leave ratings and review on Apple Podcasts. So if you happen to have any Apple devices, please, please, please go on there. Leave your ratings and review on Apple Podcasts. Um, I know I keep receiving more and more listeners through Spotify, but unfortunately, I don't think you could leave ratings and review on there just yet, but it's okay. It's okay. Like, um, as long as you keep tuning in, enjoying the episodes, letting me know what you think about it, that's all I can ask for for now, and I definitely appreciate it. Until next time, peace.